Let me guess. If you've decided to listen to this episode, you are what's called normal. See, I know you're normal because these days, nearly everybody is sleep deprived for one reason or another. So if you're tired because that's you, then you're normal. But just because you're normal doesn't mean you're healthy and lack of sleep is terrible for your body and your health. So today I want to help you learn more about the source of our sleep problems and talk about some ways that we might be able to improve it. Let's go. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the CBD and You podcast. And yes, you means you. And I believe you are here for a reason. I'm Lori, a Christian, a wife, a mama, and a midwife. And to put a little icing on the cake, my husband and I own a hemp farm in Tennessee. Girlfriend, I see it in your eyes and I feel it in the messages you send me. You are tired of waking up every day exhausted with aches and pains that you really thought you were too young for. And with all the stress and anxiety of the day, you're over it. Are you starting to wonder if this is really all life is? I hear you and you are not alone. God did not design us to just survive. He designed us to thrive. So if you're ready to embrace this beautiful life God has given you by discovering some of His best gifts for His children, rewarm that coffee you forgot about in the microwave, and let's take a minute to pour back into you with a quick chat and some me time. Let's go. So in the introduction, I mentioned that if you are sleep deprived, you are normal. Well, let me tell you how I know that. According to some estimates by sleepfoundation.org, Somewhere between 50 to 70 million people in the U.S. have ongoing sleep disorders. Drowsy driving is responsible for more than 6,000 fatal car crashes, according to the National Library of Medicine. And almost 20% of all car crash accidents and injuries are associated with sleepiness. Sleepadvisor.org says that almost 40% of adults report unintentionally falling asleep during the day at least once a month. According to Gallup News, back in 1942, Americans averaged 7.9 hours of sleep per night compared to 6.8 hours in 2013, which is a 13% decrease. So why does it even matter? I mean, can't you sleep when you're dead? Why does it matter if you get sleep? Well, for one thing, you know, you feel bad when you're not getting sleep. But it's worse than that. People with insomnia have an increased risk of health complications, which includes diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, stroke, and obesity, according to sleepadvisor.org. About half of insomnia cases actually result from anxiety, depression, or psychological stress. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Not getting enough sleep may cause problems with learning, reacting, which that contributes to the car crashes we were talking about a minute ago. And it keeps you from being able to focus well, making it difficult to make decisions, control your emotions, solve problems, or cope with change. And I don't know about you, but when I'm sleepy... I don't deal well with things going wrong. And that's when I tend to cry or get really upset over the smallest things because I'm just not dealing well. And I'll tell my kids a lot when they get upset about something, I'll just look in their eyes and I can see how tired they are. And I'll say, you're not dealing well. And there's a reason for that because you have to have adequate sleep to deal well. And they usually do get adequate sleep, but these are times maybe when they've been swimming all day and we're getting towards the end of the day. 
or maybe they've been at grandma's house for several days and they were up a little later, maybe than they're used to. They just don't deal well. No one does. We are a nation of people trying to function without the sleep that we need to be able to function. You know, we don't expect our cars to run without gas, and yet somehow we expect our bodies to run without gas, the fuel of sleep. So what are some of these causes of the sleep issues? Well, first, this isn't going to surprise you at all, screens. I mean, we have screens everywhere, whether it be your phone, your computer, your tablet, your TV. We are surrounded by this kind of light that really didn't used to exist as far as being in our face all the time. Research has found a correlation between suppressed levels of melatonin. That's one of your sleep hormones that helps you to get sleepy. So suppressed levels of melatonin and exposure to blue light. And that's that light that comes from these screens. Those two things together negatively impact sleep. Studies have shown that people who use screens for two hours straight prior to bedtime are more likely to experience suppressed levels of melatonin. Also, overexposure to blue light in the evening can make it more difficult to fall and remain asleep, especially among who? Adolescents. And who seems to be glued to their phones the most? Yep, you guessed it. Children may be tempted to stay up late to chat to friends or play games, and they may be disturbed in the night by notifications or messages or calls, and that really goes for all of us. So that's a big problem because screens are everywhere. We're glued to our phones all the time. So these impacts are really affecting our sleep rhythms. So these sleep rhythms are called circadian rhythms. And they, when they are disrupted, they basically just mess everything up. It happens when your internal clock, which is the clock that kind of regulates your sleep and wake cycles, it just gets kind of messed up. This comes from, as we mentioned, screens. Also from things like varying your bedtimes where maybe one night you go to bed at 9 o'clock and the next night you go to bed at 12 o'clock and the next night you go to bed at 10 o'clock. Travel can impact your circadian rhythms, especially if that travel involves time zone changes. Work schedules like shift work, they do a number on your shift, on your circadian rhythms. And I know that firsthand for many, many years of working night shift, it just, it, it's very hard to overcome. Sleep pattern disruptions can also come from medical conditions, aging, and even genetics. We all know somebody who says that they haven't slept well maybe their whole life, and neither did their dad, and neither did their grandfather, and it just seems to have gone on and on. So how do we get more sleep when we're struggling to keep things regulated? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that you can probably guess some of these answers just by the causes because to fix the problem, you got to get to the root and you just undo the root of it, right? So some of this is going to be simple, but we're going to get into a little bit of more detailed things in a minute. First of all, one of the best things you can do is to develop a bedtime routine that just does not include screens. And that's hard because when you want to unwind, you want screens because you want to watch a movie or maybe watch the news or scroll through social media and lose a few hours of your life that you can't get back. That's a whole different topic. I'm sorry. I digress. So try to turn off those screens when bedtime is getting close and try to have a bedtime routine that's predictable. 
Try to go bed close to the same time each night and have a routine of things you do before bed so that your brain starts to recognize that it's about that time. It's time to start shutting it down for the day. Another common problem that you might need to think about in this day and time is think about are you getting enough physical activity during the day to actually make you tired? Now, I know you might feel like, man, I do so much. There's no way I can do more. And you probably do. I know that you work hard. But so much of our work is sedentary. We're sitting at computers all day or some other type of job where you're not up moving around a lot. And that can cause you just not to have the kind of tiredness that you need to get good sleep. And I'll give you an example of this that I have living out in my house right now. We have a dog who is sweet as pie and she's very social and she likes to go see the neighbors and see everybody. And we live out in the country, so it's not a huge deal to kind of let her roam around and go see whoever she might see, her dog friends next door or whatever. But she's also friendly with skunks. (laughs) And back in the spring, she got sprayed by a skunk two times in the span of eight days. Well, you can imagine what kind of fun that was for us. She also gets in other things like burr patches and all kinds of things. And so instead of letting her roam, we have started having her in our yard on a very, very long lead, but still a lead. She can't run. And this dog, she's not a breed that is known for running but she can run let me tell you 30 35 miles an hour we've we've tracked her (laughs) behind us when we're leaving and we're like how is she keeping up before you freak out again we live on a country road where there's almost no traffic so this is not a huge deal but she's very very fast has lots and lots of energy to run she's a breed that is a working dog who's not working and I know all the problems with that don't send me emails tell me I'm a terrible person I understand it's a balance However, so she's not getting as much exercise as she used to. She's spending a lot more time just chilling in the shade or, you know, just relaxing with us in the house or out in the yard or whatever the case may be. But she's also not sleeping as well. You can hear her tap, tap, tapping around. She just doesn't lay down and get that good restful sleep that she used to get used to. We could just about set our watch by her going to bed it didn't matter if we were going to bed or not she was ready for bed at 9 9 30 no matter what she'd go find her bed and go to sleep and we laughed about it because of how she was done for the day and it was time for bed but she doesn't do that anymore because she's not getting that energy out and that's a whole other set of issues that this particular podcast isn't about we're not talking about dog issues but I just wanted to give you the example of when you're not getting as much exercise as your body needs or activity that your body needs, you might have trouble sleeping for that. So increasing physical activity, going on walks, maybe getting some exercise, going to the gym, that's something you can also do to get you longer, better sleep, and just for your health in general. But if you've addressed these things, and you have these things in place, of course, CBD very likely could be an option for you. CBD can help increase the quality and the quantity of sleep. What it does is it ensures that your body progresses through a normal sleep cycle. It does things like making sure that you're getting your REM sleep, the rapid eye movement sleep, without being interrupted. It interacts with these receptors on your hypothalamus and in other places in your brain to orchestrate a more natural timing of sleep-wake cycles. 
It's not that it makes you sleepy all the time. It just helps your body get back to where it's supposed to be a regulation, a balancing function. As I've said all through this podcast, that it just helps as kind of a rescue system. It just helps to put things back in balance. Your hypothalamus is vital to regulating your sleep. And CBD works with the hypothalamus to do many things with sleep. But one of the cool things it does is it helps to regulate stress. And as you know from previous episodes as well, CBD is great for stress and anxiety. So when the source of your inability to sleep well arises from things like stress or anxiety and you just can't quite turn your brain off so that you can calm down and go to sleep, CBD helps to regulate that as well. It helps with this imbalance that you're having that's causing you to not be able to regulate your stress that well. If your lack of ability to sleep well comes from pain, if you're hurting, so now you're attacking your sleep problem from two different directions. You're addressing the sleep issues with the hypothalamus and regulating from that direction, and you're also helping to decrease your pain, which obviously is going to help you to sleep better because you're not hurting anymore. Believe it or not, CBD actually can even help you more with sleep than Delta 9 THC, which a lot of people will say that they'll use marijuana to help them with sleep, but you can actually get the same benefits without having that lack of sobriety. And I know for a lot of people, that's very important. One last thing to think about, if restless leg syndrome causes your sleep problems, If maybe your legs jerk and they wake you up and that keeps you from getting good sleep, then CBD is actually really good for restless leg syndrome. It helps to decrease and regulate the way the nerves fire to the legs, which that's what causes the muscle twitching in the movement. So you've got CBD working on the leg issue and again, working on the sleep regulation. So it's just great from all angles. And for a lot of people, CBD is just so helpful for sleep. I believe I've told this story before on the podcast, but if I haven't, if I have, forgive me. If I haven't, I definitely want to tell it now. One of our very first customers is a friend of our family, and he came to us because he found out that we had started a CBD business and that we were growing the hemp, and he was struggling because he was only getting two hours of sleep a night. And very soon after he stopped, started taking the CBD, his sleep increased to six or seven hours at first. And now he's up to seven or eight hours of sleep every single night. And he is one of our most regular customers. And he even buys extra bottles and takes it to friends and family regularly because his whole world has changed by getting good sleep. So I hope that that you might be the next one that's like that, that has that story because it really, really does work well for sleep for most people. So if what you've heard has piqued your interest and you're dying to get some sleep, maybe it's time to give it a try. Now, if you're on medications, be sure to talk to your doctor first. But the good news is that interactions with CBD and medications are very rare And in general, CBD is considered safe for most people. So if you're ready to give it a try, go down to the show notes and click on link number four. It's bit.ly slash C-B-D-A-N-D-Y-O-U-S-H-O-W, which is bit.ly slash show. Go click on that. It's going to put a 20% discount in your cart automatically. 
and then you'll just click shop up above there and go pick out whatever it is that you want to give a try. For sleep in general, you definitely want to try the drops. You aren't going to get the same benefit from things like the topicals, the salve, or the bath salts. Yes, they will help you with your pain or maybe will help you calm down after a long day. But as far as getting the specific sleep benefits, you're wanting the CBD to get into your brain. And so the way to get the benefits that way is to take the CBD by mouth. So that's going to be the drops, the CBD oil. So go check that out. Pick out your favorite flavor. Pick out your dosage if you need help with that. There's lots of information on the webpage. And I also have some episodes that address those issues. You can scroll back into prior episodes and find the ones that help you choose your dosage. If I can help you at all, please shoot me an email. That's number six down in the show notes. Just click on that and it will send me an email and I will help you out however I can. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Whoa, wait, stop. I need your help before you take off. If this podcast has blessed you in any way or if you learned something, could you take one minute and leave me a written review over on Apple Podcasts? That's the absolute best way you can thank me. I love hearing how what I've learned on my journey has helped you on yours. Remember that the word says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. CBD is one of them, but there are so many more. Cling to him and you will never go wrong. Thanks for listening and I'll see you back here in a few days.